then I got whiskey up my nose. I know. <clears throat> All right. Talk to you later. Oh. All right. An embarrassing moment with my wife will sober me right up. So, uh, was it weird because she's you like you did this whole thing like I need my private time, keep the kids in the other room, I got to do my show tonight. We're recording, just entertain them, just give me this time. And you walk out there with whiskey coming out of your snot-filled nose, and she's like, "That's how you record." That's basically it. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hey everyone ever, and welcome to 20th Century Popcast, a show where we try to understand the present while living in the past. My name is Tim Blevins. And I am Bob Canning. And Tim. And Hope. Yes, oh, Bob. No, go ahead. You, <laughs> I, I, I cut you off. I do feel like you've said a lot. Well, you didn't cut me off so much as prior to this, and I don't know how much of this made it to the episode, I think you used all the words you knew. <laughs> We had a uh, we had a good lead up to recording tonight's episode that took us took us a little warming up to some jovial fun perhaps yeah, some good old some laughs. phallops bleeps and blunders material some bloopers perhaps for the gag reel yeah that's what we had good and now times. I'm exhausted for, well pretty good times sure for me. none of which is making to for you <clears throat> just now mm-hmm. prior to now earlier right oh, good. This is the magic, listeners, that you don't get to hear. Although, <laughs> I'm behind I have a feeling the microphone they'll eventually you. hear that. Possibly. Someday. Possibly so. But I don't think in the context of this conversation. So they might be just thinking, just do the fucking show. Because <laughs> that's something I can't stand. A lot of <clears throat> podcasts I listen to recently, which I do adore, find that they don't need to edit out like the talking to a spouse as they pass through. Oh, my goodness. Fumbling with a pet or just the material they think is funny. And, and I'm going to, I'm just going to talk about this for about 10 minutes and then we can start <laughs> the episode. I just find it, no, every now, oh God, once again, bad radio. We're bad radio. I made that observation on the Seinfeld episode. I'm going to make it now. Sometimes this, my banter is just crap. <laughs> I'll say it right well, now. Well, I don't believe that to and, be true, but let me, let me follow up your bad radio uh, statement uh, with a question. All right. Um, will this podcast be about bad radio head? That's bad radio. That is pretty bad radio. But yes, that's today's topic, everybody. Bob is kind of correct. Um, we talk a lot about music. Do we talk too much about music? I will never, I will never say we talk too much about music. The, the listeners, but is music? They, can, they can let us know. They can ask. But talking... They, they can ask. They can they ask tell. if we think it. I got, I'm sorry, I got they distracted because my wife was handing me something. Okay. They can ask, they can tell his wife handed him a subpoena <laughs> to quote Purple Rain. No, but uh, um, our audience can let us know if we're talking uh, too much about music. But I think you and I both uh, enjoyed music a great deal uh, growing up and that's what this but it's a different conversation i guess that's that's what i'm curious about like today we are we're going to be talking about music today as bob said we're talking about a band a band called radiohead we're going to be talking about a specific album by radiohead and i don't know i just i sometimes i wonder when i listen to older episodes like talking about music is a different conversation beast presentation whatever mm-hmm. than talking about movies and tv and i'm not entirely sure why so I, I sometimes i worry that it almost borders on the uh the drooling like oh there's that well we are that 42 year old guy in the corner who's dropping all the sonic youth titles or or you know i just music snobbery seems different from geek snobbery because music doesn't seem like a geek thing the way that a he-man cartoon yeah or a reboot action figure or a wind-up mauser from turtles or something feels geeky like music doesn't seem like that but it is like the approach to talking about music is right the music nerds there are such a thing i i guess right. we look at them as music snobs like it depends on your point of view I mean, I agree with what you're saying. There are snobs. There are music snobs. <clears throat> but just like there are movie snobs, you know, they can... But we don't talk as movie snobs in the show. We're not... Do you think... Are you, so you're saying that we talk like music snobs? Are we that? Maybe. Yeah. Well, because uh, I don't think I have the grasp of the language to talk about music. So sometimes it's a bit of a, I don't know, a bit of a stretch. I and mean, we'll mm. find out. We'll find out when we're talking today. I just, sure. I do find it... And I'm wondering, maybe some of my caution here, some of my concerns, stems not so much, as I'm saying for myself, but from the topic 
that we're talking about. Yeah. Radiohead. Because, yeah, like, are you, you're a fan of, of this band Radiohead, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan. Uh, well, actually, let me, let me couch that a little. I am a fan of Radiohead, yes. Mm-hmm. I have kind of fallen off the Radiohead wagon of late. Uh, but I was a big fan of the band in the mid to late 90s and early 2000s. Oh, you were? Yeah. When was the first time you heard them? What, 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 how did you first encounter Radiohead? Um, it was in high school. It was Creep. And I don't think that'll surprise anybody. Um, I what album have, is that off of? Uh, their debut album, uh, Pablo okay. Honey. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I remember... I remember this conversation. Not Tupelo, honey. Pablo, no, Pablo, honey. honey. Um, but I, I remember conversation. Tupelo, honey, got a shout out on an episode of Friends. That was the most romantic album that Ross could think of. Really, I would have said Ross. I, I would have thought Ross would have picked whatever police song "Don't Stand So Close to Me" was <laughs> off of, but he picked Tupelo, honey. Interesting. By Van Morrison, maybe. I don't know who sings it. I think that's right. But Pablo Honey, I'm sorry, what were you saying about Pablo Honey? Well, you asked uh, when I first heard of Radiohead, and it was... Uh, yeah, I, I brought it up. Junior or senior year of high school, I can't quite recall that. I think uh-huh. I think senior year. <clears throat> and okay. I remember... That would have uh, been like 93, 92, 93? Uh, yes. And, okay. and I recall... Are you purposely cutting me off? Just, no, 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 no. I, I was just setting up a, a time limit, yeah. time frame. Time yes, ninety three, and so you I, went to high school. You were in a high school. Uh, yes, I did. <clears throat> um, Jeff Blehar, remember Jeff Blehar? I've mentioned him. Before. I remember the name. He's, yes, he's usually the name that'll come up when we talk about music and high school, um, because he was into some cool bands that I was not into, and Radiohead was one of them. I knew the song Creep, but he had the album. I didn't have the album. He had the album. So someone brought it to you in high school. Uh, no, I heard Creep. I heard Creep uh, on MTV. That's that's where I heard Creep. They were on MTV at that point. Okay, yeah. I did not know. Ra- we were in high school at the same time. I did not know Radiohead. I did not know Creep. I was unaware of them until our second year of college, probably. Uh, was that when our topic for tonight was released? The Benz. Maybe I knew a couple songs off of this, but it's OK Computer. Is that the follow-up album to this? Uh, yes. OK Computer. That was that was after college. Or just after. Like, it was like 97. I believe that was released in 97. Hold on. I have it right here. Copyright 1997. So maybe I've got to shift my memory. Maybe I didn't know Radiohead in college. I No, you know I what? I will say. I'm, it would have been our second semester of college. If you heard it in college, it would you would have been second semester senior year. Because it came out okay. early that I'm, year. I, may, I mean, maybe I'm misappropriating when it was uh, that I was hearing them. Because I just, Radiohead as a band, OK Computer is the album I think of. Although, <clears throat> as we'll find out listening to the bands, I do know some songs off of this. Uh, Radiohead as a band, as a band of the 90s, as this impactive band of pop culture that people talk about. They are my least favorite band of the 19. 90s. I can't stand Radiohead. I hate Tim. Radioheads. And I'll be honest, I I can't quite... Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, what? Well, I was going to ask, do you hate Radiohead or do you hate Radiohead fans? Well, that's the thing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's the fans. I don't know if it's the hype or the band. You know, I can never really tell with that. Um, it's just my view of Radiohead is that they are the epitome of uh, music pretension in the sure. 90s, music yes. snobbery in the 90s, right? They were the band you had to get. And you know what? I didn't. I didn't get them. Mm. You know, I, I, it wasn't music that was impacting to me. OK Computer was not something I gravitated to, you know? But yeah. So to talk about them is to really talk about me not liking something in the 90s, with the exception of the fact that the album we're talking today, about today, The Bends, I have it. It's in my collection. That compact it, disc is in my collection. Was it purchased collection. by Tim or was it given to you? I purchased it. I mean, I, I'm not entirely sure when I got it. I know that I got it this century. You know, I got it after some time had passed. I picked it up. I don't know why. I don't know what. So you what. wanted it. I bought it used. It's a used copy because I wouldn't have paid full for it. But I I mean, did you have the Benz when it first came out in 95? Uh, yes, I did. 
I don't know if I picked it up. I didn't. I know that I didn't pick it up the day it came out. I was still in my uh, learning about music uh, era, mm-hmm. and so I wasn't aware that it was coming out. But I heard. Um, I'm pretty sure it was uh, fake plastic trees, which we'll get to. I think I heard that first. Sure. And that's when I was aware that they had a new album out, and soon went out and bought it. In fact, it's the first Radiohead album I bought. I bought Pablo Honey um, after, like soon after probably, but I bought that after. But Tupelo Honey? <clears throat> Pablo Honey. Pablo Hidalgo, the uh, concept artist for for uh, some of the Star Wars movies? No, Pablo Honey. Pablo okay. Honey. You know who doesn't like Pablo Honey? Ross Geller. He <laughs> likes Tupelo Honey. That's what I've heard. And Uncle Tupelo. But, um, so, so what... What's your memory of this album? What's your attraction to this album? Those are two different questions. But what is Radiohead to you, I guess? Uh, to me, Radiohead is good music. I was immediately uh. drawn to the instrumentation, the <clears throat> rock side of it, the ballad side of it, the quiet loud stuff. Um, and, and yes, the quiet loud stuff, because that's what I have written down. Well, you, you just, you're describing sounds. You're describing the variety of sounds in the world. What is it about Radiohead that makes it Radiohead that you like. I, I, f- I find the music, and I found the music, to be interesting. and di- Like, it's the same but different. Like it's, it, it, And it evolved, too. Are we talking about Radiohead as a whole, or are we talking about the bends? I just want to well, make I guess that. eventually, I guess we're going to be talking about the bends. And I think that's yeah. the only way I can talk about it because I don't like what they've become. I don't like OK Computer. I don't like... The, the weird experimental sonic bullshit yeah. albums that came after that. The Benz is approachable. And I think while you rattled off everything music can be in describing <laughs> it, I will say that the Benz is accessible. I can get yeah. to it. The Benz actually sounds like not what I think of when I think of Radiohead, even though I think one of their biggest hits is off of this. Yeah. But, but just kind of, it, sa- it sounds like 90s music. Yeah. It actually... For all my hatred towards it and all my annoyance that it's this experimental crap band along the lines of Sonic Youth. Whoa, did he just put down Sonic Youth? I think he just put down Sonic Youth. I don't really know Sonic Youth that well. But um, I get that it impacted some people and I get that it impacted how people talk about being impacted. I think those are two different things. I think that's what it was with Radiohead. I never quite bought into the fact, and this is selfish, that people got them the way they say that they did. I thought it was an easy band to drop as I'm into experimental music. Sure. Kind of like liking deeper cuts off a Brian Eno album. Like I love Brian Eno, and I love his poppy stuff. I love his, his experimental stuff. But I can't talk about him for hours. There's a lot I don't know. Radiohead just seemed to be the go-to music snob experimental band, whereas the it's bands... It's like a shortcut band. It's I like think if, so. Yeah, you just say it to 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 imply that you know music and that you're you're hip to the to the sounds, and you don't necessarily have to truly understand it or truly listen to it. But if you if you just throw Radiohead out there, that just is representative of what you might want to be might might be what you are, but it's certainly what you might want to be seen as. So it's not just me. You described one of my biggest qualms with this fucking band, yeah. which again. Maybe not the band's fault. Maybe I'm not liking fans. But but yes, that was my take on it, which is what makes this up. Like, what's Pablo Honey? What's that album like? Does it sound like the Benz? Um, it sounds like a couple songs off the Benz, but it doesn't really sound... I don't think it sounds like the Benz. I think Creep so, is not representative of what Pablo Honey sounds like. Um, it's more uh, just sort of straightforward. I mean... That's sort of a weird way to say it, but it's more straightforward songs. Just the band playing their music, a guitar, drum, bass, and singer. Pretty straightforward stuff. So now you're describing to me how bands work. I, I, yeah. I, I, get, well, I, I guess I'm any, wondering, anyone what's can the... Anyone play guitar, Tim. <laughs> Electric guitar? I guess, what's the anomaly, I guess, in Radiohead, then? Like, is... like Because I was just about to say, so is the Benz an anomaly? But it sounds like uh, Pablo Hidalgo is an accessible album... The Benz is accessible. Is OK Computer the one that I'm so focused on thinking is just, is that not, is that atypical, not atypical, but that's, just non-typical Radiohead? Yeah, well, that's the shift. I think there are songs on the Benz that, that hint to experimentation and yeah, just try new things. Are. And then OK Computer is just the, the jump forward from what they were testing on the Benz, perhaps, 
And that's what OK Computer was. That's that's the jump ahead. That's where they take a theme and kind of, you know, sing it into the ground. And do you and like they, OK Computer? Do you like I that do. Album? I do like OK Computer. Does liking that album impact your impression of the Benz? No, because for the longest time, uh, I preferred the Benz. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not sure how my enjoyment of the OK Computer changes anything with the Benz. I kind of fell in love with the Benz first. That was my first Radiohead love. I really, really do like OK Computer. Um, but there was a time where if I had to pick one, it would pick the Benz. I mean, I would, and that's maybe one of the reasons I have it and like it, is I just got so tired of not having any way of entering those discussions. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't buy a Red Sox hat, but that would be the closest way I could you know, <laughs> I penetrate see, yeah. that all worldwide, at least in Boston, phenomena of Red Sox Nation. <laughs> you know, I at least know where they play, and I can tell someone where Fenway is, so I have a connection. Maybe I bought the Benz, <laughs> the album, just so I fucking had one, because I, do, I hate the praise flowered to this band but i and i know this i already know this it would have been cooler if it was a realization that came through the course of the episode but i realize that's not the band it's the fans you asked me that and it's true i can't stand the fans i can't stand the hype there are plenty of bands who do things that i'm not into that i'm not angry at but radiohead i is i I can't it's well it's too much but you realize that and so, in the course of preparing for this episode, you had to listen to the Benz without having yes, someone talk to you about the Benz, without you being told which songs are better and why they wrote this and what that means to them. You just got to sit with the mm-hmm. album and listen to it. Do, I was laying down on my back. Sure. It's a good position to be listening to Radiohead in. Um, did you enjoy the album? Did you like it? Um... Or maybe we should talk about the album and, and decide at the end. Let's jump into it. Let's jump into this mess. Um, so the Benz, with its dumb cover of a man taking a dump, I assume, right? Or of a Muppet. It looks like a, It looks like the base. It looks like ground zero of a Muppet that's not completed. <laughs> taking a dump. That's what I think of when I see that album. It's kind of like where the hand goes, but they haven't put the hair on. It's got the nose and maybe some of the googly eyes or whatever. And it's just taking a big shit down the arm of of the son of whoever used to operate oh. that particular puppet. Wow. You don't like the you don't like this band at all. Um I always just assumed it was a picture of somebody with the bends. I've never had the bends. What are the bends? Is it not a dump thing? Is it not a poop thing? No, it's a, it's a, it's an air pressure thing where your body oh, right. is you're right. getting yep. uh, acclimated. And there's a song that supposedly tells us that we can't do in a second, but okay. So do you like you like this cover? No, not really. You like that that Muppet? No, no okay. I just yeah. didn't think it was a Muppet. Does that ever impact impact your enjoyment of an album? You just don't like the cover, so you can't look at it, or a name like Captain Beefheart? No, thank you. Um, yeah, that's that's happened. Um, there's a there's a band out now. Muzzachunka is Muzzachunka a band that maybe turned you off? <laughs> there's a band out now that's Super like Chunk. Godzilla or. Some lizard, lizard gilla, lizard something that, just the name alone. I'm like, I, and they're like putting out four albums a year or something, and I've got no interest in them. Mm-hmm. And it's because of their name. <laughs> you made that clear when you didn't say their name. That's... I don't know their name. King King Gilla Lizardzilla. It's King Gitterra. No, that's Gitterra? Uh, the rapper. Gyra. Um, Gyro. No. Now you're gonna make me look it up. No, I'm not. Let's get into this album. Right, finally, uh, finally, track one. Bands. I know. Oh my god. So what's tra- track one? Is a song called Planet Telex. Yes. Uh, what do you think? I like this song. Uh, I like this yeah. opening. Um, I think it sets a very good mood. I think it is one of those songs on this album that hints to some things they might do in the future because it it starts with this cool kind of reverby. Um, they hit just a couple notes, but it reverbs and echoes and, and plays back on itself. And it's, it just has this very cool tonal yeah. sound to it that I like. It's, it's their sound. I didn't know this track, but yeah. it is their sound. I don't mind it. They sound a bit like U2's Batman Forever song there. Um, was you know, it and the I think me, I remember... Me, kiss me, kill me. I think I remember at the time people were saying that Radiohead was the poor man's U2. Were they really? Because they do. They re- And I don't like U2 that much. There's a few songs I like. But they really sound like U2 through a whammy pedal. Sure. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, which I it's remember not those fair to the band. Really? Do you yeah. agree with them? Do you think that's apt, at least on uh, this album? No, I don't think so. I've, I've, there's, 
there's rarely someone that says, oh, they're the, the poor man so-and-so that I agree with that. I think well, it's just somebody poor trying man, like, to... Do you think they sound like you two? I don't, but I'm not a huge U2 fan either, so it's not like I'm, I've am i got like this back catalog of U2 noise that I could compare it to. Well, let me t- say two bands I know you're a fan of that I also think they sound like, so I'm curious if you're there. At mm-hmm. least the start of the song, do you think it starts a little bit like a Belly song, like the Boston band Belly? Uh, Belly has never come to mind. No? And I would have to listen, I haven't listened like to the Belly tones, much. the two-tones, the fuzz-tone guitar there kind of yeah. thing, the start to yeah. it? yeah. I could I, mean, I could kind of see that. There's a few belly songs that have that I can kind of hear in my head now. Yeah, yeah. that's that's a that's an early '90s sound. Yeah, I think very that's '90s. A familiar sound. I mean, th- th- there's also a progression in this sound in this band and this song that you could. I think you can. Like, maybe everyone has this. They they have a connection to the Beatles, right? There's some Beatles sound in what sure. they're doing. Yeah, they're a British right? band. I don't think there's many British bands that don't have a hint of Beatles in them. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I mean those those are familiar things. That's kind of I guess what I grasped out of this, you know, because it is it's an epic start to the to the album, but it kind of goes nowhere. I feel like, but listening to it now, I I see how I could at least get into this at the time because I would have thought you too. I would have maybe thought Belly or the Beatles. I wouldn't be thinking experimental mm. crap band that everyone's gonna have a T-shirt for, but I, it, it, I get it. I, I get. I mean, this does sound like. The '90s, right? This sounds you yeah. would place this squarely in the '90s. I I would say so. Yes. Yeah. I think much of this album does, but that might just be because that's when I've heard it, and that's what I'm tied to. <laughs> and that's when it came out. So of course it would. Well, the title the title track is track two. It's a song called "The Bends." I mean, and again, I just this is like so many '90s song. You know, this could have been mm-hmm. live. This could have been. Space hog. Oh yeah. This. Oh yeah. I meant to actually. I wrote this down. Pablo Honey reminds me of Live. It does. Okay. Yeah. So you would maybe get why I'm not that crazy about it. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe I would have liked it if but I had see, heard it then, but it wouldn't have. This would not have stood out. You know, this this song, The Bends. Do you like the song, The Bends? Oh, I do. I like this song. Why? I like this. Why song. do you like this song? Um, I like I like how it builds. I like it's got a uh, a, a crushing guitar guitar solo at the end that combines uh, just this nice uh, rhythmic you know uh, rock underneath and then the guitar solo and then I believe it's Tom York's voice kind of singing over it just like yeah. a sustained sort of like that sort of like my kid in the background. <laughs> I wonder if that made it to the microphone. <laughs> I can hear it, um, but. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, I really like this song. It's it's hmm. it's a nice rockin' song, and I think what happens is that I kind of fell in love with the rock sound inside of Radiohead on this album, and as they veered away from that, um, I enjoyed that. But then it just they 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 never returned to it, and so that that was something that uh, disappointed me as the band progressed because I, I think they rock pretty hard so you remember this song like you remember listening to this in the 90s yeah at the at the time okay i mean i just again i think i would have liked it but it's just this is not what my ears were doing in the 90s i guess i wasn't zeroing mm. in on this you know because i feel like at that point in the 90s you know we, we weren't we striving for apathy <laughs> wasn't our music supposed to be apathetic weren't we supposed to i mean i was apathetic I think at that point, this music is a little more like go get them, kind of like boisterous. These first two songs, anyways, like a live. Well, the the music is the music. I don't know is. what he's saying because I mean, you know, it's you don't know what he's saying. It starts with that opening, yeah, vocal. But I have a hard time with his voice. I realize this as the album went on. I Tom York's voice. I know he's doing something, but. I half of the time I'd rather this almost be an instrumental track. I don't remember his voice as much as this, except for the opening yaz of his, of the vocal. But and I'll be I'll be honest, I'm I'm right there with you about the lyrics. It takes me a long time with Radiohead and and Tom York singing to get the lyrics. And so to me, like you're saying, these tracks and even some of the others that we'll talk about, they basically were instrumentals to me. It was just the melody and the music and the instruments that I'm hearing and that I liked. And then as I pull words out here and there, um, you realize, and I've come to realize, that these rousing, rockin', good-time songs are not at all. They're always about losing someone, not fitting in, living a fake life, wishing you had something else. 
Um, so uh, the Benz has, I wrote this lyric down because it's just thematic of, of most of their songs. One of the lines is, you crush it, but it's always here. You crush it, but it's always near. So you're like, as much as you try to fix something or get rid of something, uh, it's never going to go away. Uh, you can walk it home, you can kiss it, but still everything ends. So it's that's the Benz. We're talking about this great song with a great guitar solo and this rousing ending, uh, but the song's basically about everything Everything ends. So that that is a draw for a lot of people, and I think that those people that are drawn to the lyrics, I think those are the fans that you probably can't stand. I think those are the fans that find the deep meaning in the music, uh, in the lyrics. Yeah, they're not finding it in the music, because the music's doing something different. And it works well with lyrics, that if these lyrics are telling me are true, sure. I mean, a song that I understand people liking, and a song that I get, and it kind of gets me... Like, this is what Radiohead is when talking about being apathetic. You know, let's cue up track three, High and Dry. I mean, this song was on the radio, right? Yeah, this was on the radio. It had that cool video that they played all the time where there was some sort of uh, heist or robbery at a diner or bank thing or something going on with a bomb. bomb. Yeah, you don't remember that video? Everybody in the diner, everybody in the diner was singing. The lyrics so they were the ones lip-syncing along to the song and then you as you're watching it you remember or you you realize oh something's going on somebody's exchanging a, a package oh my god that's a bomb in that package and yeah it was a it was a thing artsy fartsy did they have a lot of videos <laughs> i know they did some weird animated video for a song i don't remember which yeah that was that off was. of okay computer that was uh the paranoid was, android uh, yeah i could do without that i always think of prop of the rapper but that's not who that sure. was like it seems artsy and that's great but because i don't like the song it, it, it probably wouldn't hold my attention do you like their videos do you watch their videos yeah i do i watch their videos in, including the prop of the rapper guy uh, I, I, I used I to watch that video all the way through it was like eight minutes long or whatever yeah, i can't stand that video people used to sh- that's a video people used to show me maybe that's what it was people yeah. would sit me down and watch that maybe because i like cartoons maybe because they like radiohead it's not about me but i just hated it it made that is something that made me not like the banks i'm like i'm not getting this video i'm not into your video you're so happy yeah, with. No, so it spread to the band the, the video didn't make sense to me didn't seem to fit the song um it had some interesting visuals there are plenty of videos like that from the 80s that I love. I mean, that, you know, haphazard, nonsensical videos are what the videos of the 80s well, fucking just, were. No, but that just comes back to you not wanting somebody else to push their their thing onto you. I don't know. People have told me that before, but I don't know. I mean, maybe, but it is, you, uh, yeah. But, like, this song, <laughs> I'm sorry. This song, High and Dry, like, I... I didn't listen to this back then, and I don't know why not. I mean, this song seems made for me, in a way, if I want to be down and out. Yeah. I mean, did you listen You listen to this? I, I, I mean, it's because, yeah. you know, it, it, this is 90s, the 90s music I should have been getting. It's One, it's blaming other people. Don't leave me dry. Don't leave me whatever. Mm-hmm. So there's that. And also, it's just the mood of it. This is a... This song starts out like it's a nice walking song. This would be a great, I gotta go out and walk this off kind of song. But... But I, don't, I didn't know this song very well, and I, I think I would confuse it with the next track, um, track four, The Fake Plastic Trees. I mean, this is one of their biggest hits, right? Yeah, I, I would think, and I'm, I'm no expert, I don't know for sure, but I would think that High and Dry is the more popular song than Fake Plastic Trees. Oh, you think High and Dry is the more popular song? Yeah, I do. Oh. Um, Fake Plastic Trees, I think, was the first single off this album. Mm-hmm. And it did okay. And then High and Dry came out with a trippy, cool video. And that was like the bigger hit. And that kind of launched them. I feel like High and Dry launched them more than Fake Plastic Trees. But as a song, Face, pla- face Plastic Trees? <laughs> the A-Team's Face Fake Plastic Trees. I mean, this to me is what being like sadly uh, uh, reflective was like in the 90s. Yeah. You know, it's doing what High and Dry did, but I think it's doing it a little bit more. I've heard this one covered. I know this one. I could tell you the title of this one. High and Dry, I don't think I could. And I knew it, but I couldn't really tell you. I mean, this, to me, this, if I have to think of, do I like Radiohead? This is my go-to song. You know, this song is learning to drink alone, you know, in or, or shortly after college. That's what this song is. This hits me. 
And I think I didn't necessarily, you know, I didn't have it because I didn't have a Radiohead album till the 2000s. And I wasn't borrowing anyone's because I had to maintain the anti-Radiohead stand. So this this is an elusive song to me that I still enjoy when this comes on because it was a mystery to me. Is it about a hamburger? Is it about a hamburger? I don't think so. Okay. Because it has that taste like the real thing line. Isn't that, that's like a, I always thought that's like a slogan for... It's a uh, Coke. Or, is that it? Coke? Ain't nothing. I think it's Coke. Oh, okay. So yeah, because Ray Charles Coke? would sing. Maybe it's Pepsi. Um, That's no, just for the taste it, of it. I always Coke. thought. I always thought it was just about how nothing in your life is real. Yeah. Um, and that speaks suddenly to me. there's somebody. That's nineties. And suddenly there's somebody. There's a woman that feels like the real thing. That's what that oh, is. So it's not about it. And that's where the song builds at that point too. Yeah, it's a yeah. it's a it's a great song. It might be yeah, like you're saying, it's your favorite. It's probably a top 5 of mine for Radiohead. Yeah, it's I mean, it's a good song and it, it it's it is I feel like this is a bridge where it's kind of like I get what they become after this based on the song. Like this is to me this feels more experimental than High and Dry. I don't know if that's accurate. Um, you're saying is it is it experimental? Yeah, that's high and dry. More more so than high and dry. Yeah, it depends on how you define experimental. But I did write down in my notes that this is is far different than what they've done with Pablo Honey, where instead of just the band playing pretty straightforward songs, it's it takes you on a more of a journey. Mm-hmm. You have acoustic guitars at the start with um, a faint. Uh, string section underneath and then a keyboard mellotron type of thing comes in at one point when when most of the other instruments drop out then you get some keyboards in there and then it builds up again so it's it's yeah it's definitely them doing more with instrumentation and you didn't like this song this isn't what you wanted from them no 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 i love this song i i yeah absolutely i just think high and dry is the more but i mean like for what you wanted from radiohead this wasn't what you wanted you wanted their more rocker kind of no i but this is i think this is a rocker it starts out quiet but it Mm -hmm. it builds um and and that's that's part of what yes like i like the bends because it has this nice even mix of uh slower uh reflective songs and then rocking reflective songs so you um, are always you're listening to the lyrics of their stuff. You're hearing that. I'm I'm not hearing it, and and with most music, I'm not hearing the lyrics initially. I might go months, even if I play the thing every day, not How? fully grasping I, the lyrics. I struggle if I can't hear the lyrics, and that's why I struggle with this album because I can't hear the fuck lyrics that he's saying. When I. When I say I can't hear the lyrics, I mean I'm not hearing 100% of the lyrics. Like I've uh, initially will always be drawn to the music and the melody first, and then I'll start to. What happens is I'll start to hear the key phrases, and I'm like, oh, it's about, uh, it's about uh, feeling like the real thing. It's about, oh, it's a feel good song. It's about being great. <laughs> it's about a cheeseburger. Awesome. And then, and then I'll hear more of it, and then like, oh, suddenly the last line will play during a quiet moment and so i'll finally hear the last line clearly and it's like if i could be who you wanted all the time oh so it's not about feeling great it's about feeling uh uh, less than you could be and you're gonna lose somebody because you can't be uh that and so yeah that's how the lyrics generally would come to Mm -hmm. me back back then uh in stages but always drawn to the music first going to the next song track five bones I saw a little clip of Bones today when I was at a restaurant. I've never watched a full episode, but boy, I do enjoy seeing a clip of Bones. Um, this is another very U2 sounding song to me. This, Yeah, I wrote down that this is kind of a throwaway. Oh, this really? Is some, yeah, I feel like that is. I, this to me sounds more like something that could have been on Pablo Honey. Um, it maybe sounds a little fuller just maybe because they're more experienced and... and and it's maybe better produced, but it sounds like a Pablo Honey type of song. I wrote that this is great because I didn't recognize it. It sounded new. It also it also sounds a little bit like Phil Collins's There Must Be Some Misunderstanding. So I kinda like that too. But this so this is forgettable for you. So that, that must be jarring when listening to the album to go from you know, you go from high and dry fake plastic trees into something that you could care less about. That's a letdown, right? Yeah, it's generally a letdown. Uh, but it's also one of those things that's like, oh, I haven't heard this one in a while, and then I'll listen to it, and then I think it picks up 
Well, actually, I don't have. Yeah, because it's it's more more of their heavier songs. Um, but yeah, you're yeah, right. Honestly, I, I can't maybe... remember right now how it went for all this reading my notes that I enjoyed it. Exactly. It's because it's a throwaway. Yeah, which is odd. If we're listening to this as a single unit, as an album. That's jarring then. I think of them as a concept band, and this album's not a concept album. Right, no. Um, well, unless depression is a concept. It probably is. Depression's a theme. Um, it's a real yeah. theme. But, but I think following uh, High and Dry and Fake Plastic Trees, um, unless it's just another amazing song from them unless it's you know uh paranoid android which i think is a great song Ugh, um I do anything's not. gonna be a, I do not no surprises then put no surprises next i don't know because you need like, like three great radiohead songs and bones isn't one of them no but a good program pretty good program um so the follow-up is forgetful track track six Nice dream. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. Open parenthesis, nice dream. Close parenthesis. <laughs> um, this is where I start to not like them. <laughs> sure. This, they're tight. This is a very angsty. This reminded me of, of some of the, as, as we were, as I was listening to this and I knew we would be talking about it in a uh, um, compact discussion mm-hmm. episode. I, I hearkened back to our Pearl Jam uh, compact discussion episode. Linked you, below. <laughs> where you yes where you were kind of put off by some of the songs off of verses which were teen angsty like purposefully uh um hard on themselves when there's no reason to be and i yeah this song just is like really like what why are you writing these lyrics um oh that that's your feeling on it yeah okay. yeah i feel that way too i i feel like i think it's a pretty song i think it's very pretty eh. Um, it's okay. I mean, nice... like with a different vocalist, this could have been throwing muses. You know, this could have been the church or Echo and the Bunny Men. So why don't I like it though? Because <laughs> I don't know why I don't like it. Because I love those three bands. Because the because the song is too on the nose. To me, it's it's one of those too on the nose songs where he sings about um, being loved and protected and being listened to, and they gave me sunshine and built me a garden. And then in comes, oh, that's just a nice dream. Nice dream, kid. Oh, that's a great turn of phrase. Why don't I like this goddamn song then? I find this pretentious. I find the guitar solo so obnoxious. I bet it's even more obnoxious live. Um, But I just, everything you're saying makes me think that should be clever. That's good writing. That's, but I just, yeah, I I don't know. I I must be. Maybe it's the way they're delivering it. I think it's Maybe for me, it's, it's just too, yeah, it's too over the top drama kind of thing when you combine the song the 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 vocals do you remember this from college you remember listening to nice dream open parenthesis nice dream close parenthesis do you remember that (laughs) um i do i do remember the song because i do like the sound of the nice dream refrain I do why like is that. it in parentheses? It, it, it why is totally... it title in parentheses? Is this another review mirror because, situation? Because it's an addition. It's an. It's no. It's an add-on. It's add-on it's to not what? Reality. To add. It's an add-on to. They love me. I'm great. But the title of the song and it's like it's not real. Open parenthesis. Nice, nice dream. Close parenthesis. That's the title of the song. That's when you're looking at the tracks. True. That sticks out. That's a stumbling block. That's a just call it what it is. I'm too distracted by your goddamn name. Because I hear what you just said, but I don't sure. buy it. I don't think that's why they did it. Nice stream. Print. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm harping on that because I don't have much to say about it, I guess. But I don't like this <laughs> song. Well, then the next song. Just? Uh, yeah, Just. Yeah, I like Stone Temple Pilots, sure. No, I like this song. I do like this <laughs> yeah. song. The chorus is cool. I, this, this is actually, I, I don't know if I said at the start, this is the one I listen to a lot. Yeah. You know, I, I, I've put this on mixtapes. I always get the chorus in my head. I like it, but I can even hear in the first verse, there are hints of what I don't like to, to them. Something is building in this. This was a radio hit as well, correct? Yeah, it was. At least in, in Boston, because that's where but I heard it most often. Does this sound typical of them, in your opinion? Is this a typical... I don't mean typical like they did it again, but it's like, it just sounds like Radiohead. This was the typical sound of at that time. Uh, this is what drew me... You know, this is like Creep. It has a lot of creep More P-honey-ness to it. Because, yeah, because it's got that, that, that sudden song break where the guitar just kicks in. Uh, just has a very similar uh, uh, refrain where suddenly just that's 
ripcord kind of guitar just tears through. You, uh, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, do you like the the do you like the lyrics? Do you do it to yourself? The more projection um, projecting on someone. I I did like that part. I've I honestly, I'll be perfectly uh, transparent here. I didn't know all the lyrics to this song until this week. Um, I love. I love that refrain like that. Yeah, you, it's, you know, it's up to you. You do it to yourself. If you're going to be fucked up, it's your own fault. And yeah, I mean, that's what the whole song's about. Is, so, but is this one about a cheeseburger? Uh, we do it to no. yourself like you do it to yourself when you do it to yourself like we do it to yourself at Burger King. Is that not just No, this song? is about sneakers, I believe. Oh, the, the Robert Redford film? The Dan Aykroyd no, vehicle? No, the shoes that you wear. Oh, okay. We should talk about sneakers sometime. I love sneakers. The ones that we wear or the ones that Sidney Poitier directed? The one that... Did Sidney Poitier directed sneakers, really? He's in it. I thought he also directed it. Am I wrong? <laughs> I, did he I not do it to himself? It. He just starred in it? <laughs> he just started okay. it, I thought. So this song's okay. But... And this was the big hit. And this is one I know. And this is very catchy. This is a driving, rocking song. I like this song. And I guess I think Radiohead, because I know it's off this album, but it does sound like a lot of other things. It does sound like Stone Temple Pilots. You know, they do sound like a lot of other bands, which I was surprised. Yeah, well, I think at this time, Radiohead was kind of lumped in with the grunge sound, especially after Creep. Um, especially after My Iron Lung, the next track. You think so? Like He's almost Brian Ferry for a minute, which I should like, but it just becomes Nirvana in the middle. It's just yeah. a Nirvana song. And I was already scared of Nirvana, so I didn't like this already <laughs> as a kid. But I don't know. This I don't like this song. I'm back to really not liking Radiohead full force. I can't make out the lyrics. Um, you know, and it just it's only four minutes, which is not epic by nineties standards. But it just I think of them always as having these epic and length songs, and this one felt that way. This just felt like it wouldn't fucking end and I, and I didn't like it then I didn't like it now but I was just a, I was surprised to be and I'm wondering if I'm manufacturing this this feels really derivative this does not feel like a unique again I think of Radiohead even though I don't like them as doing something different and this yeah you just said it a minute ago they're lumped in with grunge they're lumped in with with Gak and grunge from Nickelodeon no they're, they're lumped in with grunge because that's what they're doing right they are a grunge band they're not doing something new here. Yeah, I think they're a grunge band, um, but levels above Bush. <laughs> sure. It, it, Which you know, puts them slightly to the right of System of a Down, but above <laughs> Better Than Ezra. No, they're not above Better Than Ezra. Someday we're going to talk the song Good by Better Than Ezra, sure. which I think is we the do like perennial a... song, the eight, oh, the yeah. best song to come out of the 1990s. And I'm not even a huge Better Than Ezra fan. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about this sap song. Do you like my iron lung? Do you like this song? Did you already say um, it's 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 fine. Yeah, I mean, but what does I that mean on a Radiohead album? It. It's fine. What's what's the stance with it's fine? Is it forgettable? I guess it just means I'd rather if if I had a choice between my iron lung and and five of the other songs here, I'd, I'd pick five of the other songs. I did think. you used to listen to this all the way through in college? Would you? Yeah, I did. What would you do? Would yeah. you just be listening, or would you be doing other things while it played? I would be doing other things. I'd either be doing homework or or walking around. You know, well, actually, no, I wouldn't do it walking around because I didn't have a CD. Walking, uh, yeah. walking. Did you ever just sit there and just listen to music? Like put on music and just sit there and listen to it? Not, yeah. I mean, no, not often. I always felt like I needed to do something else. No. And um, a lot of times it would, I'll be perfectly honest, this is going to sound nerdy, I guess, but uh, a lot of times I would juggle. So I guess... That's me listening, just listening, because I can't just lay there doing nothing and listening. So I would juggle and do nothing else. Okay. And when you're juggling, um, you're just kind of in a state where you're you're not really concentrating on the juggling balls because it just sort of happens. It flows. And so you're just in this state of your, your mind is sort of blank. And so I, that always – I enjoyed listening to music when I juggled because my mind just sort of emptied. Bob juggled, listeners. That's something Bob did, and, and that. But no, I mean, I'm I want to mock it, but I'm not gonna because <laughs> one, can I can't do it. it, and you can. And that's a skill. I'm just, too. I'm just being well, honest. I think what you, you just said, question. and I think how you responded and your answer says something. <laughs> I think it's more than just an answer to my dumb question. It, it is how you're interacting with this music. Yeah. 
and and how you're going through it and it 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 soundtracks a mechanical task that's how you can listen to it and that sounds like that's across the board like you couldn't really sit down and just listen to stuff it, it, it had to be attached to something I, I i did i would put on albums and just sit there i mean hmm. some of my greatest memories and it was, i guess it wasn't always that way because like i'd try to do something but i would always be pulled into the album that's how i got to know these things radiohead wasn't that because i was hearing them in the background of every dorm room that i had to walk the fuck past the phenomenon that radiohead became I think that you're thinking of came with OK Computer. So why don't I like this because fucking album? Why was I already tired of them? Is it the next song? Because you didn't... You didn't... Get, maybe? What's the next song? Bulletproof, Bulletproof? Dot, dot, dot. I wish I was? That's their... Yes. I think it's only two dots. Oh, really? So they did it wrong? What the hell is that? Two dots. Let that's, me find that's it. That's two-thirds of an ellipse. Yeah, two oh, dots. Stupid title. That's... I mean, this... But no, why? Why am I? Why was I already irked by them? Is what I'm trying to figure out. I like this. I couldn't stand this song. By the way, coming off of the Iron Lung song, you 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 had heard this song before, or you couldn't stand it now? No, just today listening to this album, I couldn't stand yeah. it. So spooky and experimental. It is the only song. Can't follow it. Yeah, it's the only song on the album that stays a ballad. Oh, oh. like everything else, either rocks from beginning to end. Or builds or has quiet loud moments. This one is just quiet. Uh, maybe I could tolerate it as an instrumental, but yeah, his voice ruins this again. Do you like this? I know I keep mm. asking you. No, uh, it's, it's, it's no, I don't like. I don't go to this one. I'll skip. But does it sound like time. Radiohead? Like, do you think people were liking something? Like, I just I want to know why was I so already set on being adverse and not liking this band without really knowing them? Why was that? Am I shallow and dumb? Am I suppressing something? Am I creating something? Like, what? I do you remember me not liking Radiohead? Was that a thing? Uh, not during college, but I kind of get a, I have a sense of it post college. Like this episode? <laughs> no, like uh, like sixty one Selkirk. Okay. Post college. Yeah, I don't. I was not okay. So maybe I'm maybe I'm magnifying. Maybe I'm I'm misappropriating. Maybe it was still okay. Computer. I just. I went into OK Computer not liking them when it came out. Not that I listened to it, but knowing it was coming out and thinking, ugh, another Radiohead album. Huh. Then there must have been some people, because I really think it's people, that rubbed you the wrong way about mm-hmm. it. Um, Maybe. We'll have to get to that in a second. Well, let's, let's hold off and get into that, because what comes after Bulletproof <laughs> dot dot I wish I was? Black Star. Yes. Is that a Marvel uh, hero? Uh, I know it's a filmation cartoon. Okay. Uh, Black Star predates He-Man. Uh, it was supposed to be their first uh, driven by an African-American character. He was an astronaut who crashed lands on this other planet named John Blackstar. Uh, it got designed. It's a lot of He-Man stuff with characters and swords. He was designed. He was all set to be animated. They decided, no, a black character can never drive a cartoon. No one's going to watch it. So they recolored him white. And that's Black Star, everybody. Uh, but this song, Black Star, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's a Marvel character as well. <laughs> I love this song. Yeah, yeah. It I is, I, right. It, to me, it's the hidden track. Um, it's uh-huh. the one that, um, and I've had this experience with this album. Um, I came back to it, you know, after five, six, ten years, and was like, oh, Black Star. This is this song's it's great. great. Awesome, but but yeah. instead of talking about the song, let's talk about its placement on the album because I feel like where you know track ten, Black Star, I feel like it's put there by someone who doesn't know how to build a mixtape. It was really jarring, especially after the last two songs, because mm. it kind of just fades in. It's optimistic, and it's hopeful sounding, um, but it's just it, it's jarring how it hits. It doesn't really have a start, you know. And it's this yeah. mood that they don't do at any other time in the song. Like, this belongs after Just, maybe. But even that's hard, you know. They, 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 they sort of... After they, High and Dry. I don't... Maybe. That's the, that's the third song that should have been there instead of uh, the Bones episode. Uh, I, I could stand a little less Bones. I don't know. Maybe. Because, you know, they built this song. And it's got an opener that's hard to place. But you would put it after High and Dry, huh? Yeah. Like, I feel like this should be the last song or there should be something quiet... And it's the next to last song. It's just, 
I would see why it's a, 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 a surprise track or a secret track because where it's placed does not make it memorable. If time had passed since I last heard this album, and I'd never, by the way, I've never listened, I don't know if I said this already, I've never listened to this album through until today and I've had it for a while. Yeah. I wouldn't remember this as being on the album because it's so out of place. I mean, is this what, what um, Pablo Hidalgo sounds like? Does it sound like this song? Um, no, I don't think it does. I think, is this an uh, anomaly think, for Radiohead? Do they not have songs that sound like this? Uh, no, I think they do. I think there are other songs on this album that that are similar to this one. Really? This is just upbeat in a way. And again, don't know exactly what he's saying. Blame it on the satellites and whatever. But <laughs> more projection from Tom York. <laughs> yeah. But what else sounds like this on the album? Uh, God, I don't know. Uh... I think the Benz kinds of sound similar. Hmm, maybe it's got the same sort of doesn't hit me the quiet same. loud thing going yeah. on. This is um, a great it, fucking song. I put this on a lot of mixes for myself. I love this song. And if Radiohead, yeah, nice. sound, I'm not saying they'd be my favorite band, but I probably would have. I might have bought this album if I knew this song in college. Probably not, but I definitely would have borrowed it. Like I never even touched anyone's <laughs> the Benz copies because I didn't know this song. This is a great lost song. And this wasn't on the radio. This wasn't a single. This wasn't a hit. I don't think so, no. It's great. I mean, again, it, it's kind of a standard 90s song, but a lot of this is. Yeah. Tri- yeah, a lot of it is. Sulk. So, sulk. You don't like Incredible Sulk? <laughs> Not really. I never heard it before. I don't mind it. Yeah. It, it, it's almost a Weezer song. You know, like, listen to it. I'm like, this is almost Weezer with a slightly different backing. It could be from Rent. <laughs> The guitar kind of sounds like Queen. Like I, yeah. I think if I had known the song, I would have listened to this in college. And Sulk, spe- yeah. I think so. Also, talking about not knowing how to put an album together, this is your finale. This is your last song, or should be your last song. This is how you should end the fucking album, I think. Although you don't like sure. it, why don't you? Uh, is this your least favorite track on uh, the Benz? No, it's probably Bulletproof. Is my least favorite. What's your issue with Sulk? Why don't you like um, sulk? I don't know. I maybe it's because I've just, uh, and maybe it's just now. Like sulk was one of those that, if you had asked me before, I had listened to this album this week. Um, I don't know if I could have placed the song. I don't know if I would have oh. remembered the melody. So it's and forgettable so, to you. Yeah, it's it's sort of forgettable. Is most of this what would be the second side forgettable to you? I assume from Meyer and Long on, maybe just on. So. Yeah, or no, because no, I, I never, I only had it on CD, so I never thought about it yeah, okay. split. You, you didn't do that? You didn't break your CDs in half in your head? No. You didn't we break them in half that. in your hands? Have we? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't remember that. <laughs> your answer was a qualified no. I did not do that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think this, I like this song. Again, it's faceless. Like, I can't actually hum it right now. I don't know how it goes. I just remember thinking, yep, this is a song from the 90s. And that'll do it for me. <laughs> But they still don't seem like they're from the 90s to me, other than my hatred of them. <laughs> I don't lump them in. Like, all these songs I like are anomalies to me. Maybe they're not, but I'm treating them like they are. Hmm. Because it just doesn't seem like this is the Radiohead people knew, but it's the one that they had in college. Like, what about the last song? To get to the last song, uh, Street Spirit, open parenthesis, fade out, close parenthesis. What do you think of this? As a closer, as a song, as a track? Um, I think it's fine. I think it's fine as a closer, too. Because that's what um, you want in a powerful album. A fine ending. <laughs> it's, well, it's it's a downer. It's a, like, lyrically, it's it's a downer album, and this is a downer-sounding song, and I think yeah. it's a nice closeout for for the album. Oh, I feel it's, like this would have worked before it's Black a come Star. Down. This could have played before Black Star, and you go into Black Star sure, after yeah. this. I could, I could agree with that, too. Yeah. I've always heard it as this closing song, though, and it's always fit for me. So you do remember this. Like, I didn't have the patience for it after the last two songs. I listened to it, but I was like, oh, yeah. I can't stand this. Um, it could be a Patti Smith song. Like, I, I was like, it sounds like it could be Patti Smith. But I, yeah, I don't, it's not, it's, it, to me, it felt like the album petered out with this. But maybe that's how, I mean. Or fade out, perhaps? <laughs> open parenthesis, fade out, close parenthesis, Maybe. <laughs> I mean, is it a solid ending to the album? I would say no, but you think it's okay? Yeah, I think it's okay, and I, th- I do believe it was a single. That's what you're saying. Um, I can't picture that. Because I'm trying I to. That's how singles work, I guess. 
there, I, if I'm remembering it correctly, that, and I might not be, but I believe there's a video where they go fast motion, slow motion, uh, like he jumps in the air as somebody's moving a stick under his feet in fast motion and his jump is in slow motion. And I think that video is for this song, which is why I think it's a single because there was a video for mm-hmm. it, if I'm remembering correctly. He just but sounds like a big kid. Home. What a big kid jumping over a stick for this video. Hey guys, I got, hey, I know we got a lot of videos to film today. What if I was, I brought this stick. I thought maybe I could jump over the stick and you could film that and maybe do something with that. I don't know. You're pretty fast when you jump over a stick. How are we going to make that last of the song? I don't know. Maybe there's a way to, to speed the song up so the pace of the song fits with the stick. Uh, that doesn't seem very possible, Mr. York. I don't know. It didn't. That wasn't the entire video. That was a portion oh, okay. of the video. That was, was a, a moment, poor person's video. A moment in the video. Yeah, I don't know. I I guess I don't get this album as an album. I mean, that's different than what I thought we were going to talk about. But like, I just, it doesn't, is it cohesive to you? Yeah, to me it is. To me it it ties together well, but I've always been a fan of it. What is it? What makes this album, like we listen to it as an album. It didn't feel like an album to me. It felt like a task, a chore. Well, I mean, it was. It was what we were going to talk about this week, so... You know what I mean, though. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Um, to me, no, I like it. Musically, I think it it just flows pretty nicely. Yes, there are a couple uh, issues near the end. I agree with you there uh, when it goes song to song. Uh, lyrically, it is just about uh, pain. I wrote down... Keywords that popped up in almost every song. Pain, loss, broken, unwanted, fake. Um, th- almost every song has, has a reference to something along those lines. So, so yeah, there's a lot of that. How old uh, that were they ties. when they made this album? It's a through line. Uh, but I don't know. 20, 20s? They're in the 20s. 24, really? 25? Okay. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you could do all the 20s if you wanted. <laughs> That's what I was going to do, but then you can... Well, because, I mean, this it does sound like 20 mentality when you describe it that way, which is fine, yeah. which is great. Doesn't sound experimental, doesn't sound avant-garde, doesn't sound like something that would bring me to other music. Right. I guess that's OK Computer, but I can't stand OK Computer. I just... Do people think of this album? I think so. I think there's a, a lot of people out there that, that, like I mentioned earlier, will argue... Which one they go to more? Do they go to and you think Benz it's this or do one? They go to OK Computer. And for me, for the longest time, it was the Benz. I think as I got older, um, and as I heard other albums from Radiohead, I started to go to OK Computer because it's like the happy medium between what came after OK Computer and what came before OK Computer. So I probably switched it up a little bit there. But for a time, I would go to the Benz. Do you like what came after OK Computer? I do. Um, I don't like all of it. Kid A? Do you like, I like Kid A? I like Kid A. I like oh. Amnesiac. I like oh. the other ones that I can't this remember the name horrid. of. horrid. Those are but horrible. I, they're, they're last I hate two, oh, no. Kid A is not horrid. Oh. Kid A, when I first, when I got Kid A oh. and I put it on, I was Vomiting my very, ear. I was, I was, I'll be honest, I was disappointed. Because yeah, I thought right. it would be, I, I thought it would be, I was looking for... The next OK Computer, maybe mm-hmm. back to a little bit more of the Benz, maybe a little heavier rock rock stuff. Um, and so when I listened to OK Com- or when I listened to Kid A, I was disappointed. And I kept listening to it though because I bought it and I played it again. And it was one of those albums. And I can't even remember what song it was. I wish I could. I used to know it at the time I'm because not know I, it. it's I just okay. had such. Um, it might have been National Anthem. It might have been. Um, Everything in its right place. Anyway, it just, I listened to the album, and then all of a sudden, it just, in a moment, it hit me, and I just loved it. I was listening to it, and I think what I did is I removed my Radiohead expectations from it and just heard it as what it was, just music, which I think you would disagree with. But A little. And uh, I was just... I was moved by it. I loved it. I loved the sound of it. It wasn't what I wanted, but then when I got used to it, when I not got used to it, that's not exactly what happened. But when I let go of my expectations and just heard it, I absolutely loved it. Are they a band that do they repeat themselves? Do they 
make an I album. I think they've started to. They've started to. They're still recording at the yeah. because I know Tom York has done some solo stuff. Yeah, I have a solo album. I don't know if he did. He might have had <laughs> he two. I have one of ridiculous. I was so good for you. <laughs> what do you want? Do you yeah. want my you want my Radiohead thing? I thought we were going to talk about it. I don't know anything I about it. I just know, I I just know it. it exists. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's right up there with uh, Eddie Vedder's solo album and Stephen Tyler's country album. Like, I know they're out there. <laughs> I know that these people did this, and they might as well just use the Aerosmith Radiohead Pearl Jam name, but they didn't. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I are they so they're they're repeating themselves now. Have they kind of stopped evolving? Has Radiohead because they definitely evolve. If I can like this album yeah. enough and recognize it, and then I'm so lost with OK Computer and so disgusted with Kid A, and then I don't. Have you listened to OK Computer, or did you just put it out of your? You didn't want to deal with it because of your already predisposition of the band. Because there are some great songs on OK Computer. Like even if you don't like the album as a whole, there are some fantastic songs on on OK Computer, including one really just kind of old school Radiohead rock song. I I mean I think you're probably right. <laughs> I think I'm just <laughs> maintaining this mentality because it's so important to me. Like, I'm a little embarrassed I own the Benz. I feel a little phony owning this album that I actually enjoyed a part of. There is, I mean, there is always going to be the part of me that, I guess, puts so much effort into not liking something, they're going to keep not liking it. But that's because that's what Radiohead is. They're not just this album. They're not just the next album. No, I don't know OK Computer. I'm also not going to go listen to it. I, I, I even have time, too, but I'm not. Because I'm not invested. So since I'm not invested, I don't know why it matters so much to me, but it does. Why do I not want to give it a shot? We've come up against this before in other topics. We, I think with the Jaws, uh, we talked about Jaws and the Godfather and, and some things that we've never seen. What, what I mean, I've come around enough to own the Benz to like some songs about the Benz. And honestly, I'm not having massive conversations anymore about disliking Radiohead, but I had my share of them. I had some pretty epic rants against Radiohead in my day to nobody because everybody fucking likes Radiohead. I was I, I was using them as the, the, the tool and as, as the focus and the focal point of hating music snobs. And I get this now if I flip it to a topic of like comic books or cartoons or, or Star Wars or something, but... I don't want to have to have someone tell me why a song works. I'm not going to like it sure. if they're telling me how it works. And I think right. why I don't approach OK Computer and why I'm sure I don't like Kid A because I have listened to Kid A once or twice is because I think I fear someone is going to have to explain it to me. And I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want to be the guy who doesn't get something. So, yeah, I'm just going to say I don't like it. And honestly, I do, I'm not crazy about them. I'm not going to go back and listen to the bends again. I'll listen to the songs I always listen to. But even the songs where I'm like, oh, I kind of like that now, I'm not going to put bones on. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to put that on. I'm not going to, what was another, sulk. You know, I'm going to listen to Black Star. I'm going to listen to Fake Plastic Trees. Probably going to listen to Just. Maybe I'll start listening to High and Dry because I don't listen to that one that much. But yeah, yeah, I, I, it's it's weird to have something that was such a talking point. Like it defined me to a degree not liking Radiohead. And yet I can barely come up with the reasons why I don't now because they don't impact me. And nor are they trying to and nor should they. Is there some way you want to sum this up? Like, how, 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 where do we go from here? Because honestly, I'm I'm soured on this album. I like the songs, but I'm like, I can, I'm not. I'm almost opinionless at this point about this album and this band. Well, here's here's what I think we should do, and I don't know if this sums it up, but this is what I'll leave us with. Um, we'll give ourselves a Radiohead break. We'll move on. We'll do some things. We'll talk about movies. We'll talk about uh, TV shows, and then maybe. A few months down the line, Tim, I think you should and I should listen to OK Computer and talk about that and oh, see where we stand. I don't know. See where we fall. That sounds like a lot of work. Why is music so harder to talk about? Why is it a different thing to talk about? Let's talk about that next time. Okay, so, so we're going to wrap it up. We're wrapping we gotta it up. we got to wrap it up. We've wrapped it up, people. Well, thank you. Thank you for uh, joining Bob and I as we struggled through the bends. And thank you for struggling through this 20th Century Podcast. That's the show that you just listened to. That is a funny joke. 
say. Um, but yes, the show. Thank you for listening to the show, which is also a funny joke. Um, you can always find it at 20popcast.com. That's the main website. It's got the most recent episode up there. It's got links to all of our past episodes. So you can listen to them as well. It's got ways where you can uh, follow through to subscribe to the show if you like it. If you want to get a new episode every week, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, on Google Play, on a couple other things. I'm sure they're all listed there. Uh, subscribe to the show. If you like the show and you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, if you could do us a big favor, we're pleading with you, we're begging you, if you could leave a little review. Um, they have the option to put stars to write a little uh, little couple sentence review of if you do or don't like the show, however you feel about it. Um, if you could do that, we'd be greatly appreciate. We would greatly appreciate it. We'd be appreciative of it. Um, it helps us out. It helps our egos. Helps us get a little higher in the ranking because uh, you know as the show builds momentum, we want more people to hear it. So yeah, go to 20podcast.com to get directed to all of that. Um, if you're on Twitter, you can always follow me on Twitter at subcultist. That's my own personal Twitter. Bob, are you on Twitter? Yes, I have a personal Twitter at rh canning. You can follow me there. Um, and if you enjoy uh, hearing us talk about music, you can maybe enjoy reading about music from my mixtape blog that I mentioned earlier. You can catch that at uh, super ultra mega mix dot wordpress dot com. Super ultra mega mix dot wordpress dot com. That's right. Super ultra mega mix dot wordpress.com well there you have it people there's the episode uh, there's the show thanks again for listening we'll be back next week um, I think we'll be back next week uh, talking a little bit about Harrison Ford this happens to be a movie on the horizon so I think that's where we're headed why did I say that that's not a tease ooh you talking about cowboys and Indians no cowboys and aliens that's what it's called mosquito coast working girl what are you going to talk about Sabrina um, Jesus Christ we're done I'm done I'm done I'm just <laughs> high dry and just bones Uh. (laughs) Uh, and presumed innocent he wasn't presumed innocent (laughs) 